What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about the power of the subconscious mind in healing. And what I'm going to do is start with really the fundamentals of the subconscious mind to help you understand how it functions and how it may be limiting your healing. And We may have to break this up into multiple episodes and we'll just see how it goes, but this is a start to introduce you to the importance of your subconscious mind in healing and honestly in your life. There's so many things that are impacted by our subconscious mind that we just are not aware of and that's what this episode is about. So stay tuned. Hello and Thank you for joining me on this episode about the subconscious mind. And this episode is really just to give you an overview and an understanding of the subconscious mind and how it works and how it may be limiting your healing. And honestly, your subconscious mind can limit you in other ways within your life. And it's important just to understand how it works. So the subconscious mind is basically like if your brain is a computer, you think about your brain has an operating system and it has software that's downloaded onto the computer that basically runs the programs of your life. And it turns out that this program, our subconscious mind, is when we're born, there is basically it's a blank slate. When we're born, our subconscious mind does not have information that is imprinted on it. And our brain waves are such in the first seven years of our life they are in what is called theta wave state. And so theta wave state is the state, uh, the brainwave state that is right before you're about to fall asleep. Um, And it's a very suggestible brain state. This is the brain state that is used during hypnosis. 
And when we are young, between ages zero and seven, our brain is in this theta wave state all the time. And that's by design. And what it's designed to do is basically when you're in theta wave state, your brain is functioning like a recorder. And it's literally just recording everything that it's exposed to. And there's a quote by Aristotle that says, give me a boy till age seven, and I will show you the man. And even though we didn't have the science back there, back then to know about the impressing of the subconscious mind and the theta wave state and all of this, Aristotle understood this concept that if you can know what is taught to a child up to age seven, you can see what's being programmed in their mind. Okay. And so basically our subconscious mind is designed to record everything that we see, hear, feel, experience between ages zero and seven. And then what it does with that information is that is just run on a loop underneath in the background, kind of like a software where it's just playing this loop of whatever it is that you've been exposed to in those first seven years for the rest of your life. And this is your automatic, your default is whatever was programmed into the subconscious mind. And so this is one of the reasons why we see people who have cycles that are repeated generation after generation, like poverty, for example, or someone who's raised in a rich family, they they just see what they see is money is easy. They experience that, you know, and then they think money is easy and that's what's running on their default. And so someone who comes from money believes that money is easy. Whereas someone who doesn't come from money and everything is a struggle and everything is hard and, you know, the family's on food stamps or welfare or whatever, that that's what is imprinted into them. And that is the default that is running in their background. Okay. And so this is all of us have been programmed in our early childhood. And as well-meaning as most of our parents are, a lot of times the information that has been imprinted is not empowering and not very helpful. And especially when it comes to healing, there are things that we learn early in our childhood that, you know, Number one, cancer. Cancer is a death sentence. If someone gets cancer, that is the worst thing that could happen to them, or that the doctor is always right, or that, you know, you need medicines to, you know, heal everything. Um, And these are just some things that are within health, but honestly, it is every single part of your life how you feel about yourself, your self esteem, the way you talk to yourself, all of this is created from this recording that is taken in this er the early part of your life. And so 
as you can imagine, this does not set us up to instinctively do things that are often in our best interest. And the other thing that is true about the subconscious mind is that the subconscious mind is much more sensitive to things, events that have high emotional content or context. So that if something is highly emotional, it is more likely to impress on the subconscious mind. And so that is why trauma or events that are, you know, elicit very strong emotions, either negative or positive, get imprinted even stronger in the subconscious mind. And this is part of why if someone experiences trauma that you can have PTSD where it just comes, it's like a loop that once it starts going, it's just going and it's almost impossible to stop it with your conscious mind, which our conscious mind is, you know, using our cortex, our uh, neocortex that we can override these instinctual, um, patterns that come up from our subconscious mind by saying, no, I'm not really in danger right now. You know, if you have something running in the subconscious, it is very hard to override that with conscious thought. And so even though we can try, and this is really interesting because there's a lot of physicians specifically that I know who have been trained in, um, managing thoughts and that's using your conscious mind. So And we're going to talk about this on another episode about how, you know, our thoughts create our feelings, which create the actions and then our results. But this is all using your conscious mind and you can do that and you can get really proficient at trying to control your conscious thoughts. But if you have unhelpful um, patterns that have been impressed in your subconscious mind, those will continue to repeat themselves and it will be this constant battle of trying to override them. And, you know, I first learned about this concept through Bruce Lipton and his book, uh, Biology of Belief, and really the impact of the subconscious mind on healing. And Dr. Lipton is a PhD cell biologist who, um, at one point was at Stanford and then at University of Wisconsin at medical school. And he really was one of the pioneers in epigenetics. And what he found when he was doing this cell cultures is that he found that, you know, stem cells would grow into different types of cells depending on the environment that they were put into. And this for his studies was kind of the substrate that he was growing the cells in. But what he recognized through his work in epigenetics and then moving into looking at cancer and healing was that our thoughts and our mind and what had been impressed upon our subconscious mind specifically can impact number one, the expression of genes. So if someone has, say someone has a BRCA mutation or a mutation that puts them at a higher risk for cancer, actually the environment that can 
upregulate or downregulate the expression of those genes is people's thoughts. And the subconscious mind plays a big role in that. So if this is of interest to you, The Biology of Belief is an excellent book to really understand the science. And like I said, he's a PhD cell biologist. His science is excellent and his explanations are great. So that would be a great resource for you. But the good news about all of this is that our subconscious programming can be changed. And the way that you can program the subconscious mind with new information is through repetition or hypnosis. And so repetition can be self-talk. So there's actually a great book by Shad Helmstetter that is called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. And his book is all about using repetitive self-talk. And you can think about this like It's kind of like affirmations, um, but it's repeating the same information over and over again that you want to impress upon your subconscious mind as a way to reprogram. So repetition is one of the ways that you can do this. And I highly recommend that book. It's actually quite an old book, but um, a very good one. And he also has an app called Self Talk. And even though the recordings are quite old, <laughs> I feel like it's it's a little bit um, outdated, but the content is excellent. And actually, this um, app is something that I have used. So you can program, reprogram things like self-esteem or healing or how to, you know, be committed to fitness or your goals. And so the self-talk app has so many different um, things that you can use um, for repetition to reprogram the subconscious mind. And the other mechanism to reprogram your subconscious mind is through hypnosis. And I think a lot of people get nervous when they hear hypnosis, like someone's going to make them do things that they wouldn't do, like bark like a dog. Or, you know, you see these old movies where people saw a hypnotist and they made them do crazy things. So um, that is not what hypnosis is about in the context of what I'm talking about. But basically what hypnosis is, is that it's a recording that you would listen to that does what's called an induction. And the induction brings your way, your brain waves down into the theta state. And then what happens is that in the recording, the hypnotherapist make suggestions that are imprinted in your subconscious mind. And this can be done. There are apps that have um, hypnosis, and you can also see a hypnotherapist um, who can customize a session specifically to the needs that you have for whatever it is that you want to reprogram the subconscious mind. And I really use both of those mechanisms with my patients. So the app that I recommend is the Harmony app. 
And it is an app that has lots of different hypnoses that are, there's one on healing that is excellent. There's one on combating cancer. That's great. There's ones on self-confidence, anxiety. There are all kinds of things that you can program into your subconscious mind to help whatever it is that you're dealing with. And I, the Harmony app is like one of my favorites. And, and that is one that I recommend to patients now. And the thing to remember about hypnosis is that there are times of days that is, are better for, um, suggestibility. And those times are before bed. So when you're going into sleep, when you're falling asleep, you move from alpha state through theta and into delta, which is the sleep state. And so you have this period where you're going into or through theta um, brain waves. And so you do that when you go to sleep. And then you also do that when you are waking up. And so doing a hypnosis, one of these recordings, and they're usually like 20 minutes, I would say. Um, there are ones that are longer, like Joe Dispenza has very long ones. Um, but I don't think you need the super long ones. And I, I find it's easier for my patients to do these shorter ones. And the hip harmony app has, um, ones that are around 20 minutes, but basically you listen to it. You can listen to it as you're going to sleep, or you can listen, you go through the same process in the reverse when you're waking up. So when you first wake up, putting headphones on and listening to a hypnosis like this can be really helpful. And the thing to note is that with hypnosis, you don't just do it one or two times. You need to do it repetitively. And I would say you'd need to do it probably for six to eight weeks to notice any of the changes, um, because it's, it won't be apparent at first it's programming, but it takes time for you to notice these changes. And so the subconscious mind is really powerful in healing and honestly, in so many areas of life. And I will do another episode to talk about specifically the ways that hypnosis can be used for, uh, treatment of cancer and, also surgery recovery. There is lots of data showing the benefits of hypnosis in healing. Um, so, but with this episode, what I wanted to do was I wanted to introduce the topic. I wanted to give you some resources so that you could do a little bit more investigation on your own. Um, again, those books that I recommend were, um, the biology of belief by Bruce Lipton, the um, book by Shad Helmstetter, which is how to talk to your, how, what to say when you talk to yourself. Um, and then the app that I recommended is the harmony app. So I hope that that's helpful. Please let me know, um, what questions you have about subconscious, because I am going to do more episodes and I'll dive more into the details and kind of how these things can be used. But this was the introduction to the topic and kind of giving you the overview of how the subconscious mind um, is number one programmed and, and how you can start to reprogram it for more empowering outcomes that you are seeking to achieve. So thank you so much for being here and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, 
This is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.